This is the audio podcast, episode 108, FX Down, recorded March the 18th, 2014. I'm Scott Hewitt. Samuel Freeman is not with us this week. But do not fear, because... Adam Young is here! Hello! Remember everyone, you can get in contact with us in many ways. We've got a Twitter account and a YouTube. You can go to uh, those websites forward slash the audio podcast to get information there. Uh, You can follow the show notes as well, which is what we do when we do the show. So uh, yeah, today's show is um, 108, so that's the audiopodcast.co.uk forward slash show, forward slash 108. And I believe we could probably get started with what I would call, Scott, a diet episode of the audio podcast. In, indeed so. A, a nice a nice phrase there. I like that indeed. It's the audio podcast diet show today, maybe. Uh, so first of all, in the news, uh, Delora have released a RS Touch Pro update, which is an update for um, RS Touch. Um, so if you're a Reason user, this is probably going to be of great interest. Essentially, it's a great way of controlling Reason from your iPad. Uh, this update does everything that the previous version did before, but has additional support for, say, the Parsec Spectral Synthesizer, the uh, PX7 FM Synthesizer, Radio Key Electrics Piano, Radio Piano, the Automatic Retro Transformer, Polar Dual Pitch Stretch, Rotary Rotary Speaker, the Soft Tube Saturation Knob, and the Pulsar Dual LFO devices. Mm. Once I started, I figured I might as well read them all. Indeed, and, and luckily we're recording, so people can go back, they can rewind in iTunes, or they can rewind the YouTube, or however they decide to consume the audio podcast and listen to those. Maybe slow them down? Maybe slow them down and be like, the reason and FX We did a quick, let, let's face it, the thing you want to know is that if you are a RS Touch user, there is an update. Excellent, excellent. We got that. Uh, now, interestingly, Scott, now, every week we do the audio podcast. Uh, of course, the, the listeners may not realize that we're actually kind of spread all over the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're up north. You're kind of in the Manchester area. I'm down in what we call the west, which is actually a bit further south than what you think the west is in the UK, uh, not far from Bath. And where does Sam log in from? from well, Sam, Sam is between us but north of Birmingham. Ah, oh, okay, north of Birmingham, so it's in a nice line. Now, do you think you'd be able to tell the difference between Manchester, Birmingham, and Bristol, which are the, the big cities near our locale? Well, I, 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 knowing the story, I suspect the, the, you're suggesting that I might want to do this by audio alone. Yes, yes, I, I would take you to... I'd kidnap you. Okay. I'd take you to a city, and I'd have to knock you out as well. And then when you came to, you'd have a blindfold on you and you'd have to guess what city you were in. Well, interestingly, Adam, The Guardian is asking exactly the same question and has, a, has an interesting article about this with uh, whole cities around the world that have the audio recordings of their cityscapes and stuff. And I suspect I'm saying the, the easy answer to this is yes, if, it has some, if there is some sort of element which is absolutely unique. So obviously if you know, somebody's keep playing your recording of London and it's a collection of people speaking English bustling around the place, it might be tricky, but the minute the big bell goes bong, you're probably going to have a good clue, and if one of the conversations says, oh, I think we should go to, you know, Piccadilly Gardens or something like that, or, you know, Piccadilly mm. Station or something, then, you know, then you'd immediately pick up where it is, isn't it? it but from e- audio alone, I imagine quite challenging. It'd probably be easier to do it 
because the the Guardians one is actually set across continents and across uh, countries, uh, so it might be easier to do it there because if you pick up a bit of a language, you'll be like, oh, okay, that's in this country, therefore it must be that city. Or you could use that as a way of guessing. Now, if you go to the uh, the Guardian uh, uh, page that's linked to from the audio podcast show notes, you'll see that there's a... Uh, it's basically like a quiz, isn't it? You, mm. you, you play yep. the thing, and then you can choose which one you think is correct. I think the big failing there is that it really does... Um, you know, you don't have that element of surprise which you get from being kidnapped and knocked out and then waking up in a completely random place that you don't know. So, yeah, cards on the table. Uh, I think this game is, is lacking, shall we say. Though it, it, it's nice that it probably helps us to refine those skills which, you know, we would need if we were to be in, say, a Jonathan Creek episode or a Sherlock episode. <laughs> Well, don't get me started on Jonathan Creek, Scott, because uh, they've had a new series of Jonathan Creek out in the last few weeks, and it really isn't very good. And that's an opinion of me. That's not an opinion of the audio podcast. Words, audio of, podcast words of sacrilege. Words of sacrilege, perhaps, there from, from Adam Yanch. Let's move on. Um, MFB have announced the uh, Tanzibar, which is a true analog drum machine. So in a world of ever-emulated things and re-releases of analog hardware with digital emulations, here is an actual analog drum machine, which has been deliberately styled and voiced to remind you of the 808 and the 909 kind of family of things, including things like the CV control and um, gate plus parameter sequencing, which is stuff which Roland haven't confirmed as being on their new area. So, mm -hmm. Of course, M MFB, they do, a, they do some other uh, drum machines. I've taken a look at a couple via the web. I haven't actually played with them in person. But you can go to Sound on Sound. They've got some reviews of, the, of a couple of the older models. And I imagine this is a, a progression from those models. It looks nice, though, doesn't it, Scott? It's got the nice wooden end cheeks on it. And it just oh, looks like a solid piece of kit. You're referring to the product there, aren't you, not the website? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say wooden end cheeks might be redundant on a website. They'd be very skeuomorphic. Mm, yeah, possibly. Possibly. There we go. Anyway, so, such as it is, you know, if you're looking for if you're looking for a drum machine, then you know what, it's another option to consider apart from just kind of you know general big names in this in this sort of space. And if you're actually looking for a genuine analog one, you could you know have a. If you're looking for genuine analog rather than a digital emulation, then that's obviously going to be kind of element there. So, um, eight hundred and forty euro. Okay, I mean it's analog, so it's going to be expensive. There are other two ones I know of are much cheaper, but I think they're also maybe not as fully featured. So, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty cool. And with that brings the news to an end. I guess we should obviously say that last week was Music Messer and Pro Sound Pro Audio. Um, for sample or visual as well. So, you know, I mean, over the last couple of weeks, we've had a lot of announcements, a lot of news. You can get those in the last two, in the last two shows. Tons of stuff has been, it's been up there. So it's not surprising that things calmed down a little bit. I'm very sad there's been no headphone releases this week. Well, I mean, yeah. And uh, you can tell me, Scott, I mean, has there been an update to Logic this week? No. Uh, so I'm sad about that as well. So... There you go. You know, maybe the, the the world of pro audio isn't moving forward as as we'd like. However, 
the world of the audio podcast quiz is moving forward. Indeed. And so from last week, the yeah. answers. So yes, my, my question last week was what does the SM in SM58 stand for? The answer is studio microphone. So it's not sadomasochism? No, Adam. Okay. Oh, well. Um, my question, it wasn't really a question. I was really ordering you to do something, which is name Roland's first sampler. Bit of a trick question, this one, actually, because there are actually three that were released at the same time. Uh, the S50, which is the high-end keyboard, the S10, which is the low-end keyboard, and the MKS100, which was effectively an S10 in module form. So there you go. There's a link on the audio podcast notes so you can get some more information. Do you want to do Sam's question? Yeah. Uh, Sam was asking, around what year did Alexander Ellis introduce the system for sense for measuring frequency ratios? And uh, a classic Sam answer, around 1875. <laughs> well, there you go. There we go. That's great. Um, he has actually um, he has put an amendment here, which I think is probably a fault. Um, he got that. He, he was considering that because he's reading a book by David Benson called Music and Mathematical Offering. And apparently there is a free PDF of that available from the author, which you can find the link to in our show notes at theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 108. And I hope you're keeping score for yourself, because as you know, we just we, we just don't care. It's not a real quiz. It's a fun challenge, perhaps. We should have this week's questions. Wait, wait, Scott, before you do that, oh. did, did anyone get back to you with the answers for this week? I, I have to confess, I, I didn't look again. Oh. Just, it's just... Well, you see, if people don't, if people think that we're not going to look, then that just won't bother. We might as well just, uh, we might as well just bleep out the questions. I'll be like, uh, in 1975, beep, and then expect someone to answer that. Well, I tell you what. Let's say you do, um, you do your question. All right, I'll do my question. So, uh, sticking with Roland, but also expanding slightly, uh, Roland and Yamaha respectively formulated their own extensions to the general MIDI standard. What were they called? Ooh. Now, I'd like everybody to know that I told Adam the answer immediately. Yes, I don't think this one's very hard for anyone who's... This is the, the easy question. Anyone this who's got easy. any chops in MIDI will know the answer to this. MIDI chops, I like that here. I'm trying to check if somebody's uh, looked here, but I will do my question now. Um, so we're take, building on our 808 theme, which has been an ongoing thing. On an original, eight of, on an original 808, which of the hi-hats had a decay control? Oh. I think that's a pretty good one. You know what I think? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty detailed type thing, and I think people will have to uh, try much harder to find the answer to that than for my question. I think that's a good one. And now, Sam Freeman is away this week, but he has still submitted a question. I shall now read it to you. Uh, name the stereo sound recording pioneer whose name is associated with the coincident use of two figure-of-eight microphones. Ooh! And, of course, next week we shall reveal the answers to those three questions. And you can look at the questions. Oh, if you go to the audiopodcast.co.uk forward slash show forward slash quiz, is, is that right? Yes, that's correct, yes. And that you can get all of it. All the, quiz, all the quiz posts from the audio podcast, which is kind of cool. Well, it's, it's more than kind of cool. It's awesome. Well, you know, I, I was just going for for nice understatement, but you, you seem to be going extreme. <laughs> Excellent. Let, let's keep on going then. So with the quiz done, 
and dusted and underway. I checked Twitter and it fail world on me, so there we go. Um, one more, well, I, I'd start there. I'm done. I'm not planning this It's plunder time. And, well, I know that's where I was going. So, Adam, do you want to take the first item of plunder here as you have added this, I see? Yes, yes. Uh, this was um, shown to me, passed on to me by Jeff Bohm, who actually works at Bath Spa Uni. Um, and it's basically a, a video walkthrough. It's kind of like having a tour of the studio or one of the studios of Jordan Rudess, who is a keyboard player for, amongst others, Dream Theatre. Um, I can't say oh. that I really know their music, but uh, he seems to be a pretty virtuosic type guy. So, yeah, have a look at the, uh, the YouTube video in the notes. And he, he basically kind of walks you through each keyboard. He says... There's a little bit of history behind this, and da da da. He does a few little riffs on them, and yeah, it, it's it's a kind of fun little thing. And I think it's good for us, the audio podcast, because we don't tend to talk about keyboards very much. But keyboards no, are a very important part of music technology. Well, perhaps when we complete the audio pod- podcast headphone special, we could do a audio podcast keyboard special. Oh, well, we could do, but. Uh... I have a feeling that we might be, well, like the headphones special, we might be lacking in hardware. <laughs> but such as these things are. But it's fine. Let's do, we'll do the headphones special first. But so, it yeah, is so. Go, and, go and check out uh, Jordan Rudess's Studio A. Fantastic stuff there. And um, I, another item of plunder, Cycling74, Andrew Pask of Cycling74 conducted an interview with Oliver Larkin uh, this past week, which is available online, which was well worth a read. Um, Ollie is a uh, plug-in developer and also a composer um, who's active in the academic community but also outside of the academic community and I thought that'd be, you know, it's kind of interesting he talks about a lot of things that he's involved in and you know, I thought it was a nice one there they particularly talk about the ideas of how you finish things which I thought was quite, a, quite an interesting little kind of well, question to have conducted so. It's a tough thing because certainly with software mm. software's never finished You can it, there's a threshold at which you can release it and say that is good enough for someone to use but software is never finished there's always a bug there's always something that doesn't work or some functionality or feature that you feel you should add so yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing to get a, a programmer in and ask those kinds of questions Ollie uh, he, he does the endless series of that's right yeah plugins. so yeah do, do they talk about that at all in the um, they kind of allude to the various things he's up to, but they don't really talk about any, any of them in particular detail. I always remember his interpolation library, which was really cool. They allowed you to interpolate from preset to preset with multiple parameters, which Ooh. was kind of cool. And that, that was pretty cool. That's so that's in Max, was that in Max or was that for something else? And it was a library you could deploy in that was available to other things, but it was focused on Max, yes. Oh, and obviously okay. this is a Cycling74 interview, so it has a... Uh, yeah, a kind of Max with a bit of gem kind of element. I was just wondering because uh, Pata does that in Max, doesn't it? Uh, interpolation between parameters. Yeah, yes, but it, this was a more developed addition to the kind of Pata word, the, the Patrick kind of thing. Yeah. Word. And word just just before we finish, Scott, okay, uh, I've, got, I've got a question for you. It's yes. not about logic. Oh. Um, yeah, I was wondering, do, do you think if I were to if if I were to try a new door? A new DAW. Which one do you think I should try? Oh, well, how come? How come this is a question? Well, you see, I'm I'm tempted to. Uh, 
I've got a couple of EPs on the go, and once I've oh. done those, I'm thinking of uh, doing the next thing in another software environment. I want to try and break out and maybe try doing things a different way. So I, I was tempted with live because I live. have to admit I I've tried it before but never really got into it. But that's because I never gave it the time. Well, I I I really enjoy live, and live comes with a save disabled forever and a 30-day full functionality trial. So that's kind of cool. That could be a good one there. However, if you wanted some other random choices, how about Persona Studio One? There is also a community edition of Studio One, which is completely free. Oh. Oh, and and missing and missing some missing features, but nonetheless does exist. Oh, yeah, um, there being a free version of that. Yeah. yeah, 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 okay. Or how about obviously Reaper is the kind of trendy choice when somebody says like you know, or they're going to try the new door, which they try. You're meant to say Reaper about it at the moment. So oh, Reaper. Well, I, or I, how I, about how about Mu Tools? Ooh, Mu Tools. Mu Tools, yeah. Well, what's that? I'm just checking. I got the name right. Yeah. Oh, I started with three O's, but that's fine. M M U, yep, yep. Oh, and there's also this other one that's coming out, which I can't remember the name of, but but it's like a, an online collaborative type uh, DAW, um, and some people in Germany have been making it. And yes. I, and do you remember what that's called? Uh, off the top of my head, no, but I could probably work it. I could work it out eventually, but that would be some of the. You know, in the world of the audio podcast, we make some incredibly dull podca podcast moments, and I fear me searching for an email press release would <laughs> would be right up there in terms of uh, you know. It's fine. We can legendary. we can talk about that one next week if it really comes to it. I I'm still thinking of going with live because the other thing is if you were to buy something like a launch control or a launch pad, you actually get live light as part yep. of that. So you get a piece of hardware, and you get a piece of software as yeah. well. Um, well. You usually get live with um, light versions of live. You used to get that with all sorts of stuff, like um, audio keyboards came with light versions of live at one point as well. So that could be a good way of getting a feel for it. Yeah. All right, well, I, I, I might do something like that. And I think we should have a chat like this more often, Scott. Well, maybe so, maybe so, maybe so. There we go. That, that, well, there we go. It would be interesting to see what you go for, Adam. Perhaps you could, uh, if you do choose something, maybe our listeners would be interested in your... Feelings or we could even have a you have to work in a different door week or something like that as an audio podcast. Oh, that'd be another audio podcast feature. Yes. There we go. Um, we could yeah. see. You yeah. know what? We've I'm managed to take a almost minute amount of news and stretch it into what has been a twenty minute show. Yes. I've been I, that's why I was asking this question at the end, because I was trying to get us up to twenty minutes. Oh, I see. Was that, that was, it was a clever yeah. intention. It's a, well, diet, it's a diet episode, but I think we can still get the maximum out of it. Maximum out of the diet episode. There we go. Well, don't forget, for our show notes, theaudiopodcast.co.uk slash show slash 108. 108. And, um, and send, send us a tweet or something like that. That's always cool. Yeah, the Twitter, at the audio podcast. Uh, you can look through all of the old versions of the um, audio podcast on YouTube, not all of them, but a lot of them on YouTube. I think there's like 55 on YouTube, isn't there, or something like that? So. Yeah, we've got a nice little library going there. Uh, and, of course, you can email. We don't usually say the email very much anymore. Show at theaudiopodcast.co.uk. That's indeed correct, yes. Send us an email there. We will reply back to you. We will reply back to you there as well. Now, for next week, I suspect that we're actually having a week off next week. 
is my suspicion. So just to let you know, there's unlikely to be an audio podcast next week, but the audio podcast will return after its March holiday. So. <laughs> End of March holiday. So, uh, so we're having a, here we go, we're having a studio spring clean break next week. There we go. Okay, great. And one last thing. Scott, isn't it your birthday today or yesterday or the day before that? It was. It has passed. It has passed. Well, happy birthday to you, Scott. Well, thank you very much, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I, think we, I think we can round it off now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I have been Adam Yanch. I have been Scott Hewitt, and this was the Audio Podcast, episode 108. Goodbye. See ya.